Hallelujah. Let's open our Bible passage tonight to Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Amen. One more scripture from Numbers chapter 8, verses uh, 2 to 4. We can read it. 2 to 4. Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you arrange the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light in front of the lampstand. And Aaron did so. He arranged the lamps to face toward the front of the lampstand, as the Lord commanded Moses. Now this workmanship of the lampstand was hammered gold. From its shaft to its flowers, it was hammered work. According to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moses, so he made the lampstand. Amen. Hallelujah. One more scripture tonight, Revelation chapter 1 and the 20th verse. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Amen. Tonight, light is important in our lives. So tonight our topic is step into the light. We heard step into an unknown, step into the miracles, step into fruitfulness. Tonight, step into the light. Pastor has been teaching us to step into new things. And for that, light is necessary. Isaiah 58 and the 8th verse says, Light shall break forth speedily. Some of you, hallelujah, wants the light to break forth speedily. You want the light to shine forth as immediately and as early as possible. Hallelujah. Some of your days of darkness and uh, hallelujah, uh, 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 unknowns are going to ever. God is going to give you a light. Amen. Certainty. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says in Psalm 18, the Bible says, You shall enlighten my lamp, so that by that I can jump over the wall. Only when the light is revealed, you can jump over certain walls. You can advance against the troop and defeat. Hallelujah. Amen. So tonight it's about the light. Step into the light. Jesus said, I am the light. Hallelujah. We need to have a revelation uh, of the light. There are seasons of obscurity in our lives. But hallelujah. Tonight, from obscurity to the light. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, when you read that same passage of scripture, the NIV version, Numbers 8, 2 to 3. Numbers 8, 2 to 3 in the NIV version. Speak to Aaron and say to him, when you set up the lamps, see that all seven light up. up. See that all seven light up. Uh. The area in front of the lampstand. Uh. And Aaron did so. He set up the lamps so that they faced the word forward, forward ah. on the lampstand, ah. just as the Lord commanded Moses. Amen. So there are two important words that are used. The light to be above or the light up. The light should be always up. Hallelujah. It should always shine upward. And then the Bible says the lamps so that they face forward. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Or in the passage of the scripture, the seven lamps shall give light in the front of the lampstand. So the light should always be upward 
and the light should always be forward. It is not God's plan that the light should, hallelujah, shine backward. The light is never to look back. The light is to show, hallelujah, your future, something forward. Even today, when the light is revealed, when the Christ's light shine upon us, there is something ahead of us. There is something new for us. Hallelujah. We don't need to walk in the stinking, hallelujah, stories of the past. There is something new stories. Hallelujah. When the king is, Jesus is your king, your story has a new meaning, a new light to it. Hallelujah. The oldness tonight, the every oldness that is so about you, about your life, about your spirituality, leave tonight. Let there be something new. The light is always for forward. Hallelujah. It is not giving direction backwards. It is giving direction upward and forward for the children of God. When you take a torch, it torch it will always give a direction you're pointing to. Tonight, God's thoughts, the presence of the Holy Spirit is pointing forward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You need to know that about the Holy Spirit, it's not backward. What does it mean? It means there's a future ahead of you. Hallelujah. And the secondly, the light should follow upward. God has not called the church to look always, you know, what's happened and what's not happened. No, no. We have to have a hope for the future. There is goodness ahead of you. Amen. Light should not go to your tomorrow. Light has to go upward and forward. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Light should first go upward and forward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We should not be worried about tomorrow. We should ask the Lord to show up light. Amen. If the light is there, hallelujah, it will lead you into the right directions. It will lead you into the tomorrows. You don't have to worry about your tomorrows. Hallelujah. What we need is the light. Everybody say, important thing is the light. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Many people today have no light to go upward and forward. They will look to the past mistakes of what has happened in their old life, old relationships, mistakes that they've done. It's always there somewhere. You know, I like the message translation of Romans 8 to 1. It says, the case is closed. Hallelujah. Usually it says there is no condemnation to those who are in crisis. But the message translation says, the case is closed. Hallelujah. Some of the cases that has been bothering you are closed tonight. Because the Bible says the case is closed to those who have a life union with Christ Jesus. You don't need to keep looking at the cases that once you were involved. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people are always, conversations are, you know, always of the past. The servants of God, you know, one of the things is, you know, they, the, you know, you know, so even sometimes speaking about the servants of God, they say the olden days, you know, we had, you know, caliber. I mean, we had caliber in the olden days. Today, servants of God is not up to the mark. I mean, those kind of usages have to, everything we are looking back. Like the people, uh, when the new temple was built, Solomon's temple was better. They could not understand, hallelujah, God's new revival. Come on, church tonight. The light is showing into new revivals. Hallelujah. Message is the same. Methods might change, but it's the hallelujah, new revival. 
Amen. In the coming days, you know, we are also coming with different methods to reach out to the kingdom of God, to the glory of God. Don't be surprised. Amen. Hallelujah. Instead of criticizing, use it. Hallelujah. People who have light never criticize. Critical people are people who don't have light. Look at somebody and say, critical people are people who don't have light. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you bring Israelites out of Egypt, hallelujah, they were very critical. You know why? Because their torch was always backward. The lemons and the melon, melon, melons and the cucumber and all those things. They were always looking back. They could never see. That's why they were complaining and murmuring. And like pastor said, what worship is to God is complaining to the devil. If worship brings uh, the presence of God, complaining brings the presence of the devil. Amen. That's why I think Psalmist said, put a plaster on my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Today morning I was saying, Lord, please put a plaster. You know, I don't want to utter one word that is not in line with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I want the worship always. I want the presence, the tangible glory of God always around me. Hallelujah. And one of the things is you need to move forward and stop speaking the things of the past. When Jesus started to preach, he taught the disciples, our Father who art in heaven. So not only Jesus preaching, he told to look forward, but says, Father in heaven, upward. His prayer was always upward. Our Father who art in heaven, holy be your name. Hallelujah. Your kingdom come. When you keep your, you know, treasures, when you're only focused on the treasures on earth, you should, you know, it says rust and moth can eat it away. But you should lay up your treasures in heaven. He asked us, look up. If you're only bothered about things on the earth, it's all going to go. Your treasures should be, everything that you have should have a direction towards heaven for the glory of God. That's why it says for the glory. Everybody say for the glory. But actually, <laughs> but the, usually the glory is for us. Amen. Hallelujah. When Paul was preaching, he said, set your mind on things above since you are seated with Christ Jesus. Set your mind on things above to God the Father. Paul was preaching about heaven and eternity. Hallelujah. Today many people lose their perspective because they are looking backward. They don't have a perspective and a perspective of eternity. Perspective to look upward. Even some of the worship songs that you know have come it's mainly focusing on things below, not things above. Hallelujah. You know, it is said that the only time, you know, only people who look above before they die are pigs. I think, I don't think we don't want to be in that category. You know, the pigs only time, you know, when they're going to die, they are like, a, uh, they are tied upon the, you know, bonfire and they look up. You know what I'm saying? Some people only look up just after they die, they're planning and, and, and somebody will say, oh, they're going to a better place. What a lie. <laughs> if you don't know Jesus while you're living here on earth and if you have not given your life to Jesus while you're on earth and when you're saying to say, oh, what a better place. What a lie. What better place? Hell is not a better place. And without Jesus, you're going to hell. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
It is said that in 532 times in the Bible, heaven is mentioned. Heaven is mentioned. Today, while people are living on earth, seldom do they think about eternity and heaven and things like that. Even an unbeliever, after he dies, the, somebody will come and say, he's going to a better place. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Only if you live in Christ, the Bible says in Revelation 13, only if you're born in Christ and only if you live in Christ, you can die in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, blessed is the man who is dead in Christ. If somebody has to be dead in Christ, he has to first be born in Christ, born again. And then he has to live in Christ. Hallelujah. And then he has to die in Christ. Live in Christ means you cannot say, I'm born again and then do your own stuff. Your own life. And completely opposite to God's Bible and say, I know, I'm born again. Hallelujah. So when you look upwards, there are teeth types of heaven that is according to the Bible it is spoken. Number one, the heaven that we see is the, uh, you know, the heaven atmosphere that, that usually we say in Genesis chapter 1 was in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. You know, uh, uh, it is not singular. It says heavens, you know, first. So there is first heaven, second heaven, third heaven. There are people who believe in more than three heavens, but Bible speaks only about three heavens. But first is the atmosphere and then the second is an invisible heaven. That is the heaven where the devil is ruling. The Ephesians 2 1 says, The spirit that is in the air above, he uh, uh, stole authority uh, from Adam and made a headquarters in the second heavens. Uh, that is where Jesus Christ died. He took the captivity captive. He broke the power of that heavens. For a child of God, the second heavens does not have power over his life. When you pray, hallelujah, you, are, you believe in the open heavens. The second heaven cannot block a child of God. Hallelujah. It's called the, that's why Ephesians 2, 2 says he's called the prince of darkness over the air above. There's a realm of atmosphere where the power of darkness reside. That is also called heaven. Hallelujah. So there is angels and fallen angels residing. Hallelujah. Where principalities and powers. But when you look up, you don't see that. You will only see crows and birds and flying above. But there is a second heaven. And 2 Corinthians 12, Paul said, I know a man who has gone to the third heavens. Bible scholars believe it's Paul. Where Jesus Christ is seated, where the presence of God is real, where the angels of God are around the throne of the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's where Jesus is seated. It's called the better place, the better city. The Bible says, whose architect and founder is God Himself. Wow. How many of you want to go there? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you look upwards, it's a future home. Jesus said in John 14, Then not your hearts be troubled. Trust in me. Trust in the Father. For I am going up and I come back. Why am I going up? I am preparing mansions for you. And I will come down and take you there. So that is our destination. Only Jesus can take us there. He said, I will take you there. You cannot go there. He has to take you there. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You might be going through a boarding school. Hallelujah. But C.S. Lewis said, it is people who have the perspective of heaven eternity have done maximum on earth. Hallelujah. Only if you have that kind of a hope that you are going one day going to stand, you want to do maximum for the Lord on earth. Pastor Adha said, he said, when he was 
touching 50 he said i don't want to waste one more time i am looking what i can learn more how i can reach out to somebody i no i don't want to waste one more time when you know that jesus is coming there's an urgency inside come on church tonight the urgency to pray urgency to pray in tongues urgency to declare the word urgency to pray for the unloved uh, i mean uh, 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 the unsaved loved ones there's an urgency there is a prayer i mean nobody has to force you nobody has to teach you i mean it just it's just start that burden start becoming real because you know that god the lord is standing at the door you're feeling a door come on kara badi baragada kara hattara somebody who has got you know i'm saying <laughs> you know, i have a vision and the is a glimpse of the eternity does not have time to fight does not have time to you know do same pinch and you know, ouch to pin somebody else and you know you don't have time for all that you have only time to forgive and to prepare for heaven hallelujah you don't have time to you know in malayalam we say moham virpichirikka samayam illa in english we say big face you don't have time for big faces and trying to you know trying to write a, a book on your ego and you are kind of family ego and no 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 it is only time one word god resists the proud give grace to the humble when you have time when you know about eternity you humble yourself and under the mighty hand of god because it is only god who can lift you up so you have to understand hallelujah jesus says let not your hearts be troubled believe in the father you know i'm saying do not let your hearts be troubled about what is he speaking not about your visa or your child going to a, 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 a international school i mean those are the things that he's saying he's saying do not let your hearts be troubled for i'm going to the father and i'm preparing a home for you in this context he said i'll come back to take the place i am so he's saying in this kind of times where you're living hallelujah let not your hearts be troubled know that i am preparing something for you let your eyes be on that oh tabada kama so you know i'm saying sometimes we are too anxious and too worried and all that you know what i'm saying if it is about heaven it's fine i mean the lord says hope is there but we are too bothered about the things of the earth that we forget i am not saying that the lord wouldn't do it we always preach about that but our focus our destination is in heaven eternity hallelujah how many of you will say lord give us the light upward give us a perspective of eternity amen so i can live a life on earth well as good and faithful servant disciples came to the lord and said we commanded the demons and the demons left wow i mean the way they scream the way they left you know we have the deliverance gift and jesus said do not rejoice over that children rejoice that your names are written in heaven that's more important so even more important than ministry is the fact that hallelujah your eyes is upward your names are registered in heaven ministry is good but eternity is even greater than ministry that's what he's saying hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah sometimes the way we live you know we think that in heaven and eternity there's absolutely nothing there i mean people don't even have a uh uh excitement when you speak about heaven if i would have said mimshak rayon ratsan anointing and ratsa anointing and everybody in eternity and all everybody is very 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 silently listening 
This is usually more excited. Come on, church tonight. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, what a joy. What a place. Hallelujah. It's prepared. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Amen. Sometimes, you know, you have invested in stock exchange. You will get up and, you know, even in your sleep to check whether the prices have gone up or not. I mean... If you have invested in one of those, you'll know. But if you have uh, sold your investment, you know, you're not going to get up at 3 in the morning. <laughs> and there is no investment. You don't go up 3 in the morning and going to check up whether the stair price has gone up or down. Some people, the reason why they're not go, looking upward and into heaven is because you're not invested in anything. There's no reason to look up. Hallelujah. Only if you have invested. Hallelujah. Upwards. Then you look up. You'll see what's happening. When is Jesus coming? Wow. Old day saints have invested so much upwards. That's why they're always getting up. Thinking about. Preparing for heaven. Hallelujah. Today let the light reveal about eternity. Light is upward. And forward. Hallelujah. So many people when they escaped. Afghan, I mean from, trying to escape from Afghanistan. In their uh, 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 difficulty. Then the even people are trying to catch hold of the uh, wings of the plane. You know somehow to fly out of Afghanistan. <laughs> because they are looking. Say, I just want to leave this place into a better place. To a better country. The way we are living is, <laughs> when the plane is, Jesus is coming, I mean, we, don't, we are trying to see how to stay back on earth. <laughs> the way some of us are living, we don't want to die. We think we'll never die. I mean, there's no problem living as long as you're useful for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. If you're living for long, hallelujah, good. But be useful for the kingdom to serve the Lord. You need to have a boldness and confidence inside of you. Hallelujah. My home is heaven with Jesus. And while he's tarrying, I should be able to do the maximum for the Lord. Every opportunity to speak to the word of God. Every opportunity, hallelujah, to pray. Every opportunity to share. Every to discern what God wants me to do. Hallelujah. That's called the present hope that Jesus will come back in heaven. That's what Paul said in Ephesians 3. Our citizenship is not here on earth. It's in heaven. We are just passing through a face here. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you don't understand that all this prayers and receiving Jesus and worshipping and ministering. Hallelujah. Will not be anything than just having some, you know, fun. Like in a club, you have some fun in the church. And it is a, you know. Hallelujah. Perspective. Our hope is built on this fact. That's why hope. That's what the 
hope has it's called the energetic hope in the bible this is what gives you the energy my god he's coming back wow sometimes you know believers are even i mean people are trying to build uh, even even planes to outer space aircrafts to outer space a believer need not have to you know even if you don't get into one of those you know richard branson uh, outer space craft it doesn't matter because anyway when jesus takes us we are going to go through all that we're going to see all those things hallelujah praise god so don't worry about how richard branson and his aircraft hallelujah worry about your eternity worry about that we are preparing for eternity because when jesus takes you you're going to see all that and go into the third heavens and be with jesus forever and ever and ever Hallelujah if you have that hope lift your hands and say thank you Jesus oh pray in the holy ghost for some time let it become real tonight abare gadaga udamala gadaga vastaradala jurambal gadaala vala sambaradala oh dhimala gadaga vala samboriadala amen hallelujah when you see Jesus coming back you don't need pay ticket or money or dollars to go there the only the blood of Jesus is your ticket hallelujah thank you jesus so first thing is to go upward and the second aspect is what we read when you light a lamp put it forward in the front in proverbs chapter 31 the bible says the virtuous virtuous woman speaking about the church in the broader sense has no fear about the future come on you don't have to fear the future because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives. Oh, fear is gone. Oh, fear is gone. Because I know. Because I know. Yes, I know. He holds my future. Oh, life is worth a living just. Because he lived, because he lived, because he lived, because he lived, oh, I can face tomorrow, because he lived, because he lived, oh, fear is gone, your fear is gone, because I know, yes, I know, he holds my Life is worth the living just because he lives. Oh, put your hands together, give a clap offering to Jesus. It's worth the living because he lives, I live. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Open your Bibles tonight to once again Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, the scripture that we know. Let's read it together tonight. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. If you are going to look at the old things, the Lord is saying, if you don't forget it, you will miss out on the new things. It's always, it's forward. That's why Psalmist said, even if I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I am not fear. I look forward because shepherd is ahead. He's forward. I'm looking. I'm looking where is the shepherd? He's forward. If you're looking for Jesus, he's not behind. He's ahead. He's forward. 
Oh, come on church. That revelation itself will get you out of the valley tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God is giving new beginnings. As you listen to this word, might be October. Ask the Lord, let it be a month of new beginnings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For you, some of you, 2021 end is going to be the new beginning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is going to give streams in the desert. He's going to miraculously open ways. Hallelujah. In the midst of the sea. Other day, you know, one of the <laughs> best news, you know, why I was yesterday, you know, they'll come and testify in one of these days. You know, somebody was praying for two years. Hallelujah. Two, almost two and three years, you know, to, to get a job and you know, the Lord yesterday miraculously opened. Now they said, they don't have time to breathe now. So much of work. So many doors. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, they, know, they said, Pastor, we don't have time to do anything now. I mean, so much of work. Even I've asked my wife also to get in and help me. Because so much of work. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why I told you, some of you, month of October. Hallelujah. Come on. It's going to be a new beginning. New open doors. Hallelujah. There is so much happening. Blessing on this side. Blessing on the other. Your head will swim. Amos 9, 8 and said hallelujah praise the lord one after another come on open your mouth one after another one miracle one breakthrough one testimony after another testimony may it be your portion and declare it and decree it over your life tonight if you believe it put your hands together and take it in your heart tonight victory by the blood of jesus tonight Hallelujah. Don't postmortem. Some people are doing a postmortem of the old things. Might be family problems, personal problems. Enemy wants you to look back. God is a God of new things. If you keep looking back and postmortem, the pastor told me something I told the other day also. If certain thoughts are not going to build up, don't think about it. And most of the times, 100% of the time, things that you are trying to look back are things that will never build you up it's only going to bring one stronghold one argument one thought in your mind tonight every thought every argument that rises against the knowledge of god be destroyed in the name of jesus hallelujah the knowledge of god is about forward forgetting what lies behind looking ahead paul said he knew god he's a man who knew god and he said i want to look i don't want to look behind one time the bible says some people gave him a basket for him to escape i mean he could have looked at who are these guys who help me i mean said some of the people who tried thought will help me no did not help me i mean the the one of the versions says the other people <laughs> i was reading that tonight it says the other people <laughs> put the basket so the real people who he thought did not help him these other people <laughs> We never expected help him to escape through the basket. So he could have said, oh my God, these guys, you know what I'm saying? He would have kept looking at those guys. He would have never had the revelation to go into the third heavens. He would have never revelation, hallelujah, of all those things that he had from the book of the Bible. He would have never understand what grace was all about, the unmerited favor was all about. But if he let go, oh, come on church tonight. Blessed be the name of Jesus. That's what Joseph named his child Manessa and Ephraim. Manessa means God help me 
to forget what is behind in a simple worship he helped me to forget he has made me to forget my toil only if god you allow god to cause you can never forget you can forgive you cannot forget only god can cause you to forget hallelujah amen so he says god has made me forget the toil in my father's house so after that manesa came double fruitfulness come on you want anything double you have to forget hallelujah amen hallelujah glory to god blessed be the name of jesus hallelujah thank you jesus look at daniel chapter 6 and verse 2 and 3 and over these three governors of whom daniel was one that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss then da- this daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to set setting him over the whole realm open your mouth and say do something new in my life lord please sing that song do do something new in my life chapter 6 verse 2 3 says the king gave a thought to setting him over the whole realm the king thought to set him the king was going to do something new for king daniel he came in the king's thoughts when god is about to do something new you come in king's thoughts you come in the king of king's thoughts you come in king's thoughts you come in hallelujah people who are relevant you come in the thoughts because god has decided to do something new for you tonight hallelujah glory to god the bible says the governors and the straps you know straps conspired against daniel the straps conspired against daniel they were trying to see what fault that we can find tonight let me tell you when the lord is upon your life nobody can find a fault with you 
they were trying to look at something the enemy came to you know i'm saying when god is trying to make something do something big for you the enemy always will try to see how to spoil it he's a spoiler one of the worst worst for the devil in the bible is a spoiler he's trying to spoil his your your original plan and pray purpose is trying to break what the lord is trying to do for you but tonight when the light shines what god has intended the king's thoughts god's plan will be revealed hallelujah enemy will be in darkness in uh, psalms uh, uh, exodus 14 the bible says the cloud came upon the israelites and there was light in their camp but darkness in the enemy's camp tonight a shift is happening tonight the enemy is going to be blindfolded come on the enemy's clue about your life is going to be destroyed the enemy will be hallelujah praise god a spit of blindness upon the enemy tonight i declare a spit of blindness over the enemy tonight may the light of god's glory tonight shine upon your church upon the people upon your family upon your business your work your future tonight in the name of the lord we give you praise hallelujah amen sometimes when god is thinking good about the enemy somewhere smell something coming we have to rebuke the strategy of the enemy when i've learned you know something you know you know burn my fingers and learn it says when something good is about to happen don't tell it to anyone everyone <laughs> tell it to people who really cares for you who really pray for you hallelujah look at elijah elijah said i cannot move forward anymore there is a challenge coming from jezebel what is the jezebel spirit a jezebel spirit is any spirit Amen. It can be lost. It can be controlled. But mainly, the purpose of a Jezebel spirit is controlled from you moving forward. Hallelujah. Tonight, let those spirits be broken over your life. In the name of Jesus. It can be a form of addiction. Hallelujah. Some kind of spirit, but it's to break. Some of you, the Lord is releasing you tonight. You can step into the marriage. You're not able to move into your marriage tonight. I pray the month of October, many marriages are going to take place. In the name of Jesus. That which is controlling your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your eyes, your bodies. Be broken in the name of Jesus from moving forward. May the desire rise forth to be settled in the settlement. of God. Oh baby, favor for settlement be released tonight. In the name of Jesus. Rabadiyah, Jiradalaba, Hadagabalatta, Charikkara, Kadaganjalabal, Andulkaragal, Tarikadambal, Kadagadadare, Albalakare, Gudagambalka. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible says the angel woke him up and gave him food and asked him to run. The Lord spoke to him in 1 Kings 19. God told him to anoint three people. Jehu, Hazel, Elijah. He was the one who asked to put down Jezebel. Jehu, Hazel was the one who was anointed of Assyria. And Elijah was the one who was anointed as prophet. Elijah had the anoint to three, anoint three people. Pastor said, God has given you thrice than what you think you have. Or number one. Number two, you are thrice strong. You are three times stronger than you think you are. Come on. Hallelujah. 
the struggles of what you are going through make you think less but you are actually three times stronger open your mouth and say i'm three times stronger hallelujah than i think i am hallelujah no let it there is inside of you tonight let it hallelujah come forth in the name of jesus amen god this another way of saying i've given you enough oil not only handle the problem woman hallelujah but also to release anointing over three people three issues three revivals these three people were instrumental for three revivals oh some of you hallelujah before jesus comes be a part of at least three revivals hallelujah in the name of jesus decree over petra church tonight let petra church be at least part of three revivals before jesus comes and decree it over your life tonight in the name of jesus amen you don't have to be afraid of the future there is something that you are carrying petra church that is extraordinary hallelujah Open your mouth and say, Petra Church is an extraordinary church. Ah, praise God. God has imparted something. Every challenge that is standing against your life, whether it's sickness or bondage or demons, hallelujah, God has given you something very powerful inside to overcome that. Tonight, may that be revealed. When the light shines, hallelujah, your giftings will be revealed. Hallelujah. We think we might sit in a depression. We might think we might end up in depression. What will my life be in this corona age? That's all that we are going through. But God is saying, come on, rise up, get up. You are three times stronger than you think. Serve me. Hallelujah. Come on, run. He said, run. Oh, hallelujah. In John chapter 6, Jesus asked the question to disciples to test him. Do you have anything for these people? God has already kept for them, the Bible says. In John 6, God has already kept for them, but He asked the question to test them. Tonight, let me tell you, do not worry. Move forward. There is already kept what is yours. The marriages, the provisions, hallelujah, for Chaco and Dipti and Joseph and Abraham and Eliza has already been kept. You don't have to worry. Open your mouth and declare your name, your family name and say, God has already kept for what is belonging to me, for what is Petra Church in the city. God has already kept it. It will be going to be revealed as you're listening to this word. It's going to be unfold. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But he's asking you to test your faith. What am I trying to say? Why do I come to that passage of scripture? There are 5,000 men sitting and God is telling 12 men to make them sit. 5,000 men and then children are, women are more and God is telling 12 people to make them sit. Let's speak about leadership. You make 5,000 people sit in their place in the wilderness after three days. Wow, that takes leadership qualities. What am I trying to tell you? Somebody is listening to me. There is a leadership quality in you that you don't know that you have. Come on. Let it be. Come out in the name of the Lord. Let the leaders, hallelujah, leadership quality, anointings, hallelujah, be revealed tonight inside. The, let the leaders rise tonight in the name of the Lord. Let the leadership quality come upon you and be upon you and express through your life. Anointing is to express. Open your mouth and say, anointing is to express. Tonight, may the leadership anointing be expressed. God, Rabbi Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is saying you have a capacity. I pray every day. You know, I pray over myself and my family. The church, I said, Lord, give us the capacity. And there is a scripture, I think in Psalm 190, enlarge my heart 
or in Psalm 18, enlarge my heart that I will run in the course of your commandments. Enlarge my heart. Enlarge my heart. Enlarge my capacity. Isaiah 54 1 says, enlarge your tent. Enlarge your capacity. Bible says Jesus grew in stature. He was enlarged. In stature. In capacity. Come on church tonight. God wants you to move in a greater capacity, greater quality beyond yourself. That's a leader who thinks beyond yourself. Leadership qualities. Hallelujah. Are you with me church tonight? Even the unruliest person was made to sit. Hallelujah. To take him to his miracle. Come on. Even the unruliest people will be made to sit when the leadership quality comes to take him to the miracle. Let that kind of miracle happen in the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Extraordinary. Go forward and obey the Lord and you will see extraordinary anointings showing forth. The small boy's food was, you know, I like what pastor said. He said, the small boy's food you know, usually, you know, 12, 12 baskets, when Jesus increased, multiplied, there was a leftover of 12 baskets. Usually we believe it's, it was given for 12, 12, you know, the, the, for the one who has brought that five loaves, the 12 baskets were asked, disciples were asked to carry the 12 basket to his houses. Usually what people say, pastor said, other day he was thinking and he thought, maybe, you know, just to get this doubt of this uh, disciples, God gave them one, one basket each and they, they later you hear them, uh, going into the ship and the ship is sinking <laughs> in in the book of Matthew. Maybe they are <laughs> they were carrying twelve baskets full of fish. I mean bread and fish, and maybe that would have been the cause of you know the boat sinking. Hallelujah! Go forward, and you will see leadership qualities. Go upward and go forward. In Luke chapter 15, there's a portion in which we know the shepherd leaves the hundred sheep and in the wilderness and you know when the shepherd out of hundred when he loses one, the Bible says he leaves the 99 in the wilderness go after one. I mean it's very difficult to leave 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost but that's the heart of shepherd. And why is he going after that one? In Isaiah 9, 6 it says, Hallelujah. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. So he says, when the 99 he leaves and when he goes after the one which is lost, he found the one and put it on his shoulders and come back. Now in Isaiah 9 it's saying, the one who is on the shoulder is the government, is the leader. So the actually one who was lost among the 99 was the leader. The one who was supposed to lead the 99. That's why Jesus went after that one. Because he knows if he finds that one, he, he will take care of the 99. What well, I might tell you tonight, somebody who is depressed, somebody who is backslidden, is a leader inside of you. If hallelujah, the Lord finds you tonight, he is putting on your shoulders and bringing you back because there is a quality, a leadership quality to lead another church, another 99 behind you. Come on church, hallelujah. Let there be castles and different churches in different parts of the world. Rise up tonight. May you be found to do hallelujah, built up churches across the nations of the world. That's the why reason Jesus is coming after you. Because at every church, Jesus is saying, at least should be 100. That's why it says 100 sheep. Hallelujah. 
Tonight I pray God will make build up churches across the nations. God will raise up not only leadership in the city but across the nations to raise up churches. Oh raba kara shikara. That's why you have to say I'm not a goat but a sheep. Look at two people and say I'm not a goat but a sheep. In the New Testament in John chapter 19 on the cross Jesus cried out Eli Eli lama sabachthani my father my father why have you forsaken me Then he looked at his mother and said mother this is your son he looked at John the apostle and said mother this is your son son John this is your mother why did he leave his father and his mother because the bible says only if a man leaves his father and mother can be united to his wife the church jesus want to be united to his church so he said father why have you forsaken me he had to leave his father and he has to leave his mother who a heavenly father and earthly mother why to be united to you and me oh come on church tonight hallelujah he got separated from the father from the mother and so that hallelujah he can you and i can be the bride of christ and we can be united to us the sheep hallelujah the shepherd can come to the sheep the bride can come bridegroom can come to the bridegroom bride you are the bride of christ open your mouth and say i'm the bride of christ calvary was not just a, a redemption of our sin that's the most important thing happened but it was also a place of a wedding ceremony he left his father and mother he was joined to the church he gave birth to a church hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah god has you know don't you are not a non entity god has purpose over your life tonight amen hallelujah amen you have an entity you are the bride of christ God has a purpose over your life. There is a future ahead of you. That's why the Bible says the virtuous woman looks at the future and is not afraid. So future, we are the bride of Christ. We are the virtuous woman. It was redeemed not by gold or silver, but with the precious blood of Jesus. That's why Pastor said he said, "You are too important to be impotent." Amen. Open your mouth and say, "I'm too important to be impotent because I'm the bride of Christ." Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you don't understand that, you will come you will be a part-time Christian. And pastor again said, you cannot be a part-time Christian and defeat a full-time devil. <laughs> Look at two three people. If no two three people are there, if you are now listening to a car, look at the mirror and say you cannot be a part-time Christian and defeat the full-time devil. you have to be the bride of christ you should know that it is in that relationship you will see victory is future revealed amen bible says jesus compelled insisted the disciples to go to the other side you know why otherwise peter would have never walked on water it is because of the insistence of jesus that we went to the other side they called jesus called up everyone come out only peter had the faith to step out of the boat he compelled paul said i was compelled to preach the gospel what to me if i don't preach the gospel nirbandham na malayalathil nirbandham comes from a bandham that compulsion comes from a relationship only if you know you are the bride of christ you will feel the compulsion you might have 100 things happening around you 
when I'm preaching to you, there are many things happening around me. There are many phone calls that have switched my phone because I'm compelled to give you this word. Jeremiah said, the word of God is shut up in my bones. I try not to mention it, but it's shut up in my bones. I cannot keep it anymore. I have to bring it out. Come on church tonight. In the morning, I was worshipping the Lord. There was one song coming. It was coming from inside of me. Hallelujah. I don't know it's a song, but for me it (laughs) sounded like a song. It, It went out something like that. There was a fourth man in the fire. There was a fourth man in your fire. The tune in the morning was different though. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's a good line to start a song. Amen. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, there's a fourth man in the fire. If you are the bride of Christ, hallelujah, there is a fourth man in the fire. Amen. You are not alone. Hallelujah. You will never, God is telling somebody, you will never again find a time in your life whether you will feel alone. Amen. You will always find the fourth man. Though I walk through the valley, hallelujah. Though I walk through the waters, though I walk through the fire, I shall not be alone. I shall find somebody there. Come on church tonight. May every spirit of loneliness be broken in the name of the Lord. Come out. Step out of your loneliness this morning. Morning. There is a fourth man in the fire. Hallelujah. Compulsion. Hallelujah. You might have got tired in the middle, but there is a water breakthrough coming. Water walking breakthrough. Open your mouth and say, Water walking breakthrough is mine tonight in the name of Jesus. If you have taken the compulsion, you're not, hallelujah, you're going to walk, hallelujah. Praise God, just like Jesus walked. Amen. In other words, Jesus was saying, I walked as God, but you're going to walk as a human. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that same God is living inside tonight. Hallelujah. Ministry is always revealed when you understand compulsion. Ministry is not for fun. It's out of compulsion. It's not for status. Hallelujah. We'll finish this tonight by the last scripture that we read in the beginning. One more scripture. Revelation, Leviticus 24, 1-4. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Command the children of Israel that they bring to you pure oil of pressed olives. For the light to make the lamps burn continually. Outside the veil of the testimony in the tabernacle of meeting, Aaron shall be in charge of it from evening until morning before the Lord continually. It shall be a statue forever in your generations. He shall be in charge of the lamps on the pure gold lampstand before the Lord continually. Amen. Three times the word is used continually. Continually. Lamps continually. Continually, oil lamps are burned continually. The light is upward and forward continually. Hallelujah. When you light the torches, or you know, uh, sometimes you know, we look like this the normal torch. When the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, it was not hallelujah. It was looking forward. Hallelujah. It is always the light is forward. Amen. And upward. They use pressed olive oil, the Bible says. 
Tonight, while you are listening, some pressing in is going to come. Amen. In our lives, for what? To shine forth. Numbers 8 4 says, Now this workmanship of the lampstand was hammered gold from its shaft to its flowers. It was hammered work according to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moses. So, the, so he made the lampstand. He says, Hammered. Everybody say, Hammered. Some of us need to be hammered. <laughs> It was made up of gold, but hammered gold. For light to come, sometimes God has to hammer us. The more we are hammered, the more light will come. Just imagine, I take this mic and hit on Georgie. Ayo! Man! <laughs> when you are hammered, Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Hallelujah will which have so much of power. Nobody has to put alarm. The knees will come down in sleep. <laughs> alarm does not have to come. The knees will hit the ground when you are hammered. Hallelujah. <laughs> but it's gold. It's precious. It's valuable. You're precious. That's why you're hammered. The gold to come out. Amen. Something inside has to light out, shine up. From its shaft to its flowers, it was hammered gold. That means from your starting onwards, you get to, from its shaft to its flowers, from its starting onwards, you need to get hammered, 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 till you flower. If you're still on the side, that means some more, <laughs> expect some more beatings. Praise the Lord. Sometimes as a shepherd, God uses, sometimes, you know, people say, Pastor, God, let him hammer me, hammer me, hammer me, you pray. But when God uses the shepherd to hammer you, you get hurt. You know, what all I've gone through because of Pastor said this in years I've gone through, yes. If you're going to look backwards, you will never shine. It, you needed to be hammered. For the light to shine forth, for the gold to come. I needed to be hammered. I still go under and get hammered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Only then you will have some compulsions coming. Alexander the coppersmith that's done so many things against Paul. But Paul said, I had to. I needed that Alexander the coppersmith. Only the goldsmith out of me. For the gold to come out, I needed Alexander the coppersmith. <laughs> come on church tonight. Thank God for your Alexanders. If it was not for your Alexanders, the Paul would not have gone out with such revelations. Come on. Hallelujah. God has some people ready for you. You know, not for massage, but to hammer you. You know what I'm saying? See, massage message won't come. In hammer message will come. Yeah, I'm saying some people always want to be massaged in the church. Oh, there is nobody like you. <laughs> you, you cutie pie. <laughs> I can say that, but no light will come. Some of you are not, not very amused looking. <laughs> it's okay. I am not. Preaching for anybody's amusement. <laughs> you go to Gold Coast for amusement parks. Amen. Hallelujah. 
open your mouth and say lord i want my ministry to be revealed tonight i want to bloom i want to flower out hallelujah thank god for certain experience like this hallelujah in the name of jesus amen hallelujah where will the oil come for light the bible says arise that's what the scripture we read arise get ready to shine for god has kept people to pour oil on your life arise shine but how does that happen you don't have to go search in oil god has kept people but are you ready to f- move forward that's a question are you ready to move forward hallelujah numbers 4 9 can we read it please and they shall take a blue cloth and cover the lampstand of the light with its lamps its wick trimmers its trays and all its oil vessels with which they service it amen after burning for a long time only the smoke is coming so there are wick trimmers you will be trimmed god needs to trim you for you to produce fresh otherwise only smoke i've been in the lord for so many years you need to wick trimmers otherwise light is not coming there are some believers only smoke is there but are you ready to shine god has kept ministers of the gospel pastors to trim are you ready to be trimmed the moments you know sometimes we you try to trim people people want to just to leave they leave church they leave nation they leave country they leave you they don't want to me <laughs> come on church how short sighted can you be how dull you can become ask the lord to trim you tonight let your eyes be on upward and forward hallelujah sometimes you have to think that's a wrong relationship that's a wrong decision that's a wrong choice to drink it's a wrong talk boom hallelujah so holy spirit anger sometimes you come you have to trim it there are wick trimmers hallelujah only when corrections and discipleship comes you will shine properly that's what sometimes the church is missing this corona days because you know you're not seeing people enough and when they see you people when they see them on front oh my god you will find like to make a song on psalm 91 <laughs> david sinned he became a burned wick nathan has to come and trim him hey guy you are the king i know that i am lower than your prophet but hallelujah god has sent me to correct you and the prophet god has placed above you to correct you don't sit like a big fellow there you have to be trimmed look at somebody and said there are no big fellows in the christian life amen hallelujah there are no big fellows in the christian life <laughs> amen in philippians 121 Paul was telling when he was in prison people were taking advantage of it they were rejoicing he was still going through a trimming some people are waiting for you to get dif- you know into difficulty to rejoice that is also beating in the process i have seen people when i see a personal testimony they're not very happy i can see it on their face trying to hide it but i'll say this it's okay it's my beating for my oil to come out 
Hallelujah. I mean, you minister people over years. You you will know what is who is who and what is what. But you, it's okay. My beating. Hallelujah. There are people who are troubling to compete with them. Also, some people are out of personal ambitions. Their ambition, not because they want to become pastor, start a new church, all that. Not out of because they love Christ. It's okay. As long as Christ is preached. Do it. That's enough. don't get discouraged it can be in your business business which is supposed to fruitful and shine forth and you feel like beaten up but remember you are precious hallelujah till you start flowering hallelujah you'll start beaten up you feel like in the bottom there might be seasons if you be little you people not take any value to you but when you start flowering nobody can stop you that's what the spirit of god say when you start becoming fruitfulness hallelujah your fruitfulness will be the answer to your critics amen let's close our eyes tonight in prayer amen